Okay. We got to go. Welcome back to another episode of 442 Dudes. My name is Ben. I'm John. And we are the two dudes all the way from the tiny little island on your non-existent map that you have at home called Singapore. And so thank you everybody. Thank you. Uh. Thank you all for watching the show. Uh thank you lah. I think it's, it's been fun. So some of you asked uh, for our previous episode, what is Singapore chow mein? Actually we don't bother. Just eat the mee goreng and whatever hokkien mee you can find. Correct. Whatever noodles that you can think of exactly. just order, right? It yeah. doesn't matter. Correct. So coming right up, we got nine 90 minutes off uh, but before we go there don't forget John what should they do they should follow well you heard if you can't hear Ben I'm just going to repeat what he said remember to follow us on Instagram follow us on Facebook and follow us on YouTube as well we are also on all the various podcasts yep. we are on Spotify we are yep. on Apple Podcasts we are everywhere RSS feed yeah yeah. so if you cannot remember what we are, where we are on just follow the school yeah, bar smash it so they can receive notifications that's what we want yeah the people behind the cameras are telling us smash that real good we're doing this spank it baby it's a bit NSFW now but anyway coming right back to point don't forget to uh, follow us and this production brought to you by CCB TV we'll see you coming up next 90 minutes off of what uh? All right, welcome back to 19 minutes off and this episode is episode 5. Wow, excited no? Oh, it's 5. Five. Five, yes, episode 5. And what we're going to focus on this episode, we are going to focus on the Champions League That's quarterfinals. Right. So Ben, which match stood up for you? Ayo, you know, I I have to say and uh, I think many episodes, you know, five episodes already and at least four episodes I've been mentioning him or at least the club Man City lah. I think Man City mm. versus Bayern is got to be something because I'm going to say this. Many people might not agree but uh, I'm just going to give you my take on this okay. after 90 minutes off. Man City versus Bayern Munich, I think both teams did wonderful. They were great on the field. They struggled mm. a bit at the start, but I think at the end of the day Bayern lost out because Man City wanted more. That's my take. I oh, think I think both wow. clubs did very well. In my opinion, I think they they both played very well. Masterclass here and there, tactics here and there, but only because Man City wanted more and home ground advantage. To Man City, that's to Man City. So so that worked in their favor. You 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 said masterclass, right? Yeah. But I, what I saw was slightly different from what Jalan. you saw. No? Okay. I saw more of a disaster class. Oh, no? shit. At least from a Bayern defensive yeah, yeah, point of view. Don't yeah. you agree? No, no. That's true. That's why I said some here and there. Okay, some okay. here and there. You know, in terms of attacking prowess, uh, both obviously, hey, they have their good okay, you know, okay. uh, weapons and all. Defensively, I think both were a little bit shaky at the start. That's mm. me uh, at the okay, start. Okay. But as the game went on, I think they both showed that intent to score. Mm. Uh, but again, as I've said, home ground advantage to Man City. And at the end of the day, Man City just wanted more. And and if you ask me lah, Bayern had just the unfortunate thing because they're going through what some people might call the transition. But yeah. but you mentioned yeah. in the previous episode by Stuckel, he knows I did. German football. I did, and I also did mention that he's not going to change anything of what Julian did. He's just slowly doing it lah. Okay, yeah. so, so but, but you said something about uh, disaster class. Tell us more. Disaster well, I mean, class. you guys saw what what what's his name again? Who? Uh? The defender Upamecano. Oh, right. Yeah. What was that, man? I have no idea. He cannot even pass properly. He cannot. He cannot defend properly. He can't tackle properly. I don't know what what is what what's wrong with him. But in any case, I, I still think that the, the you mentioned that you know the both teams Man City wanted more. Yeah. Correct. But I I think it's got to do with the formation that Pep has, has, oh, no, no, has no, implemented yeah, yeah, more. Yeah. So so this is what I think. I think the last episode I did mention. 
uh, when City trashed Liverpool that he actually started with a new formation mm. and he used the same formation again this time round against yeah. uh, Bayern. Bayern and the formation is actually a 3-2-4-1 formation Mm-mm-mm-mm. so he started with a back three with a two uh, defensive midfielders four attacking midfielders and yep. obviously Haaland as a striker yep. correct but what's very interesting is that one of the defensive midfielders is actually John Stones okay okay John Stones yeah, so yeah yeah if this formation in the previous episode I mentioned that I think this is quite a new new formation and having seen how the formation it's how the structure and the strategy is working in, in this match I think yeah. this is just what I think okay. this might be the new trend for, for City no for, for, for football, the, football you know right. how 442 became a staple yeah. and then you know the, there used to be a number 10 you're playing the whole there was okay. a trend then after that because of Makalele you know, everybody started playing a defensive mm-hmm, midfielder there mm-hmm. with a 4141 yeah, and all yeah, that yeah, yeah. then after that 433 became became popular yeah. with, uh, you know with Klopp you know inf- emphasizing with Liverpool now I think 3241 might just be the next trend uh, trending formation and here's why so Stone started as a defensive midfielder Mm-mm. right but whenever they are defending yeah. against Bayern he will drop back into the usual right centre back okay. uh, spot Akanji who's playing on the yeah, right yeah. centre back yeah, in the yeah, tree yeah, yeah. he then moves off into the right back position Mm-mm-mm-mm. so that gives you a back four okay. right and Rodri since it's already been the, D, the mm-hmm. DM position mm-hmm. he just goes back mm-hmm. down so when they are defending they are basically play, they, are, they yeah. are just back to a 4-1-4-1 so formation people like Nathan Ake can also you know, exactly. move forward okay. Ake then moves to the yeah. left yeah, yeah, becomes yeah. a left back okay. right, so this I think this is where players with who are able to play multiple positions come in very mm-hmm. very handy mm-hmm. versatile so, exactly, exactly. Okay. And, and then when they attack right, yeah. Stones will then stay behind okay. which allows Rodri to move forward Okay. Right. So when they're attacking, it becomes four defensive, six attacking. Mm-mm-mm. So it gives them a lot of options. Right. And case in point, the very first goal. And the first goal was actually scored by Rodri himself. Mm-mm-mm-mm. And that's also because they just created the space for him yeah. to receive the ball. And yeah. then, okay, and like, just... let's face it, it was a worldie. Yeah. It was, it was, the first, the moment I saw the goal, right, the first player that came to mind was Son Hon Min. Okay. I mean, really, oh, really. Yeah, if you watch okay. the goal, you understand what I'm okay, talking about. Okay, or you can okay. just a beautiful left footer curler into the top corner. Right, right. So, so this is this is what I mean by I, I think this is going to be the next next interesting trend that we're going to have. So you think like all the the elite clubs will eventually adopt this somehow? Yes, nah? because they do have the players that are right. able to do it, and you must have the players, of course. Of course, of course, of okay. course. Right. So when Roger moves up, right, Mm-mm. obviously one of the center midfielders will then move up to join Haaland. So when he moves up, right, it becomes somewhat of a three-one-four-two formation. Yeah, instead, yeah. instead of a 3-2-4-1 mm-hmm, it then becomes mm-hmm. a 3-1-4-2 formation yeah. and usually the, 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 the person that usually partners Haaland yeah. is Gunawan okay. yes. more often than not Gunawan is partnering Haaland up front mm-hmm, whenever mm-hmm. they attack mm-hmm. so Roger moves up Stones mm-hmm. remain mm-hmm. De Bruyne stays there Roger yeah. takes over uh, Gunawan Gunawan goes up to start his movements and everything running the channels drawing defenders away freeing up the space for Haaland over and there Haaland just finishes it exactly so or you can bring the, the, the wingers to come yeah. in as well right so I, I, wow, I was just blown away by, by the whole formation um, and wow I, I don't know it's just I, I think the reason why KDB stays back so that they can City can fully exploit his vision mm-hmm. the way he passes it you mm-hmm. know long or short he can just you know curl it inside or you know serving on a plate for Haaland or even going to one yeah, score yeah. and everything so wow, I think it's brilliant I think it's brilliant okay. yeah 
I can see you very uh, he, as we can see you know John has been uh, well analyzing this uh, and and really you know I think if you agree as well I think John mm. some of the pointers we put out number one John said uh, there's a trend now in one of the formation of how mm. people play if you agree let us know okay if you think what no lah not right you know then let us know as well that's what we want to hear yeah, but I yeah. think the most important takeaway and we want to ask okay mm. because I know my take uh, is uh, do you think Bayern is going to overturn this thing I don't think so you don't think so lah I don't think so okay I think City are too strong for yeah. Bayern oh. and as you actually mentioned yeah, yeah, already yeah, yeah, Tuchel's yeah. probably still yes, going yes, to yes. stick with uh, Nagelsmann's uh, mm, tactics mm, and mm, all so slight changes here and there yeah. yeah so instead of a travel yeah, I think yeah, they're yeah. just going to and they also have some problem recently uh, money uh, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about yeah. that more we'll later about that. Right? later yeah. on we'll, we'll yeah, mention yeah. a little bit more um, but I think we still have some time right? okay I just want to touch on one more thing about City okay I'm not a City fan by the way I'm just you know just very blown away by what they're doing and how much improvement uh, they have they have done, especially Jack Grealish. So I really oh yeah, I, that's true. He's he's in he's in tremendous form right now. Nothing to do with the Singapore Chowmin. Yes, nothing to do with that. I mean Grealish is in tremendous form. I mean just just I'm just going to highlight the second goal that was being scored. Okay. Right. So the second goal, I know we talked a little bit about bias defensive mm, woes, and yeah, everything, yeah, yeah, but yeah. I think the goal was a result of. Grealish's pressing, yeah, and the positions of the City players rather than uh, the opponent. Upamecano's fault, yeah. right? Yes, he he could have done better. Yes, but if it's not because of City's pressing, okay, I think he would have gotten away with it. So this is what I mean. So when Upamecano got the received the ball from the fellow defenders, right? Grealish, the first thing that Grealish did was he looked around, he looked behind him. Yeah, Benjamin Pavard, yeah, actually went up. Yeah, the moment the ball was going towards Upamecano, so to create the space, right, so that they can just pass and then move on from the right. Grealish saw that. He quickly ran forward to block off that option. So there's one option gone. The second option that Pomacano had was back to the center. Haaland took up that spot to Mm-mm. block off the second option. Mm-mm-mm-mm. And then the third option was straightforward, yeah. right? To the, to the yeah. midfielder in front. But guess who was there? No one was there. Yeah. So if you, if you take a look, right? In this one simple movement, City just took out three positions, Mm-mm. three options away from Pomacano. This, he actually had a fourth option, which was to just launch it forward all the way. But Grealish was just pressing all the way, and obviously he, he won the ball. Mm-mm-mm. And Haaland went on to go into the space, cross for Bernardo to, to score the second goal. Brilliant header, by the way. Yeah, so so I think it's, it's amazing how much they have improved, how Pep has really you know, drilled all this, this thing to them. When you press from the front, and you don't just press blindly, you know, you, you, what you're doing is really just cutting off all the spaces available for the defenders so that you then quickly counter and change it into an attack and then you know because of your because remember I mentioned about the 3 2 one thing and 3 2 4 2 3 one four, two kind yep, of stuff yep, yep. they have a lot of players in attack so they're just ready to pounce right so I thought was I, for me that particular play was awesome Seriously awesome, and that and that aligned to uh, City's advantage at the exactly, end of the day, Exactly, exactly. Because okay, so at the end of the day, you know, I, do you believe that that created a sort of like a, a panic moment for 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 Bayern then? You know, because yes. Bayern is being pressured, as you yes. said, Bayern's being uh, overrun by Man City and all yes. that, and that led to three zero. Yes, and hence, therefore, Man City will just go through even the second leg. Yes. Okay, you heard mm. that, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> just like that, Bayern kind of hunt them. Pa, 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 pa. And, uh, you know, I think very funny enough, just a few days before the match, uh, John actually sent me a message that uh, Tokel is the, the like a little curse to Pep. You know, every time they meet, oh, Tokel yeah, is the yes. one winning. Correct. And guess what? Yeah. And that happened. Just just, just thought everyone should know, you know. Well, yeah. Pep overcomes Quite, yeah. people. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay, well, kudos to him. Kudos to him. 
Yeah, so yeah, so guys, there you have it. That was our analysis of Man City versus Bayern Munich in the Champions League uh, first leg. So if you agree whatever I said, or you also agree yeah, what uh, Ben yeah, said, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, please feel free to comment in the in the comment section. And uh, I think yeah, that's about it, right? Yeah, we'll see them for our next segment. And what exactly? Now, if you're first time watching this, what's our next segment then? Our next segment is called The Six Sense, where we will share with you a little bit more about what we think of the important matches that's coming up this week. Exactly. We'll see you. Don't forget to follow us. You. Oh. Yeah, not me. Welcome back to this time, mm-hmm. what we call Six Sense. And you know what it's all about? We're going to give our take and predictions. So if you haven't realised what you're seeing on the screen, or if you, you can't see the screen, we got our predictions, you know, right right below our names there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you see my screen, you see my prediction, you see his screen, you see his prediction. And now we're going to talk about our predictions right now. We predict, 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 but what exactly are we predicting? Okay, Ben. So yeah. for this week, we will be focusing on the Champions, Champions League, League quarterfinals, yes. second leg. Yep. Right, so we spoke a little bit about City and yeah, Bayern yeah, in the did, previous segment, uh, but let's move on to the second like, let's look. Let's let's review all yeah. the four matches. Sure. Are, right. Let's zoom so, in. what's your thoughts? Okay. So uh, first one, you know, I think Napoli and AC Milan. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going with two one. So uh, if you can see my screen, ta da, I am going with two one. You know, I think at the end of the day, it is the home ground advantage. Napoli mm. needs needs this. I think they need uh, all their players to come together. They need their fans to rally them together, just so they can actually now make it through. Do because you really they're think close. they'll make it close? I actually think they can. Really, I actually think they can. They they have their own bumps here and there, lah. But it is a club that's full of pressure right now. They they're meant to win the league. They're meant to do this very well. You know what I mean? And so with all the pressure, they're like, wow, you know, oh, we got to make sure we do it right and play. And the players especially because now that we keep saying they're doing good players, that I cannot pronounce their names, but you know who I'm talking about. Yes, I know. You know, they're they're, they're doing well. They're doing well. But when the pressure comes in, you know, then they start to falter. So this is why I think when they come back home, especially in home ground. They're not going to falter. They have to push their best. Therefore, I say Napoli will edge off, uh, edge off AC Milan 2-1. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I, I agree with Ben that Napoli is going to win for two very simple reasons. Number one, Victor Onsiman is back. Yeah. Uh, he's been, he's been uh, missing the uh, injury for the last few matches, including the 4-0 four new, four new loss to Milan oh, back yeah. in the in the Serie A. Uh, so, but he's, uh, according to the coach, uh, Luciano uh, Spalletti, mm-hmm. he is back for the second leg. All right. So, with him back, I think Napoli definitely stands the chance. Because in the first leg, even though they lost to Milan, um, Omsihan wasn't yeah. around, right? So, his around. replacement was uh, Respadori. Mm-mm-mm. But Respadori's chemistry with uh, Kvaro... Ah, Kavara's Helia yeah. is not that great, and it's very evident when you watch the highlights. Yeah, right. So with Victor back in, I think it's going to be a different ball game altogether. It's so going to be that that uh, exactly. Napoli all over. Again. Correct. And in the very very first episode, I mentioned that I think City yes. and Napoli are hands you on did. big favorites to win the Champions League. So I mean, we already talked about Man City already yes. going there. So Napoli Correct. is likely. Also. Yes. So okay. that, that's our take for for Napoli. Yeah. And speaking of home homegrown uh, homegrown home, home ground advantage, that yes. we always talk about. I, yeah. I, I, I need to throw this back to him. Throw, come. For those of you who are watching for the first time, Ben is actually a Chelsea fan. So we know what's happening at Chelsea. So yeah. I want to throw it back to him right throw, now. Throw, come on. So do you think Chelsea can overturn? No. Wow! No, la, I mean, finally, no, you are being realistic. No, finally, finally. I, have, I have always been oh, realistic. Wow. We will not, but I need to it, go and buy. It is still Stanford Bridge at the end of the day. Many people <laughs> say cannot. 
Malum what happened? Okay. We overturn it. I'm just saying. But from a very neutral point of view, because the show requires me to, otherwise producer take the hammer, throw it at me. I'm going to say Chelsea one, Real Madrid zero. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So at the end of the day, the, you still yes. think that Chelsea? I still win. think they're going to win, but that not a game big itself. Win. Not a big win, lah. Okay. But as a real Chelsea fan, of course we'll win. But from a neutral <laughs> point of view, one zero. Just saying, neutral. Okay. So you agree that they will still be. Eliminated. Yeah, from unfortunately, lah. Oh, okay, at, yeah, at least yeah. at least you're being a yeah, little bit yeah. realistic yeah, yeah, over yeah. there. Only for the show, lah. I see, yeah, I yeah. see. But I think Real Madrid still go to trash Chelsea three one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, hey, I give you one goal, no. I give you one okay, goal. Okay, I give one goal. I'm being very kind, giving yeah. you one goal. At okay, home. okay, one goal. At okay, home. just for oh, the benefit Lord. that okay. is at Stamford Bridge, yeah, I'll yeah, give yeah. you one goal. Okay, okay, I'll take okay? it. So I think Real Madrid is going to win three one at Stamford Bridge. Um. And the remaining two matches are Inter Milan versus Benfica. Mm-hmm. I think Milan, uh, Inter Milan is going to win two. Oh yeah, same, same. I, well, I went with three yeah. one lah. Yeah, and uh, Bayern City, as we already mentioned. Yeah, we did. Uh, I I think City will still go through, but um, in any case, like Ben is very certain that Chelsea is going to win uh, that particular game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Bayern is going to win the next game, ah, but they will lose the leg. Uh, they will lose the, the okay, tie, okay. but they will win the, okay. the, the second leg. I mean, that's just my opinion. Okay. Mm. Okay, and uh, well, for mine, it's just that I think it's going to be two-two. I think at the end of the day, with the home ground advantage for Bayern, Man City has Pep, but most importantly, Man City has Haaland, and that boy is just breaking record, smashing record. Oh, by the way, if Haaland is smashing record, you can also smash records as well. Don't forget to subscribe, follow, and oh. whatever. Yeah, oh, there you go. Well, well okay, done, no bad. We try. Huh? Thank you, Haaland. Don't forget to follow <laughs> us also. In Haaland. any case, um, they can see on screen right now. Yeah. Uh, just want to just just Correct. word from our producer right yeah. now. So we do not advocate gambling do in not, any uh, uh no. in any in any form. Yep. Okay, our score predictions are just meant yep. to generate discussion for entertainment this, as well. Entertainment for particularly for this podcast yeah, only. It all is, right. It is. All right. So we do not encourage gambling. All right. As you can see no, uh, on the screen right now, so yeah, that wraps up our segment on the sixth sense. Yes, we do. Right? And again, you know, if you if you think we've been quite spot on so far, thank you. Otherwise, we'll see you for our next segment, and that segment is called "What's What, Who's Who." So we'll see you for that one. Don't forget to follow us again. Don't forget. Don't forget, Harlan. I love you. Hello. I don't know why I say hello. Like, I'm so angry. Hello. <laughs> and this is the part where we go, what's what and who's who. Once again, if you for some reason skip to this part, my name is Ben and his name is John. And we're going to bring you what's happening all around the world. In fact, what's the recent happening? Now, the first one, John, take us away. I'm going to kickstart this segment with the the major topic that's been going on about referees, assistant referees, why, VRs, huh? whatever you want to call them. Um, because I think I think they are more, they are getting in the in the limelight, okay, for all the wrong reasons. Like recently. flag, like, Too much flag. Uh, yes, okay. too much flag. F L A K. Yes, yeah, yeah, right. Okay. So the first one is Michael Salisbury, okay, uh, or Salisbury, however you want to pronounce it. So he was the VAR for the game uh, between Brighton and uh, Tottenham. Okay. So the big hoo ha with this incident is that he did not award Brighton a penalty uh, when Hoyvier fouled Mitoma in the box and. Howard Webb himself actually came to apologize, came and apologized to Brighton saying that it should have been a penalty, I'm sorry, and this is what we're going to wow. do. So Michael Salisbury has been banned from wow. future uh, to, from future games uh, until further noticed. So I'm not sure what's going to happen to him um, because Lee Mason, if you recall earlier in the season, has been struck off the list yeah. completely. Yeah. So I'm not sure whether it's the same thing is going to happen to, to Michael as well. Uh, but in any case, uh, I, I think it's quite 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 nice to see that action is being taken uh, okay. for, for the right reasons la. right okay. um, yeah 
So I think there was another okay, one, so, right? So, so you mentioned Constantine <coughs> Hazidakis, correct? Oh, the that guy the one? that the elbowed Robertson, yeah. right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so you mentioned him earlier, is it? Is that one? No, I mentioned Michael Salisbury. Okay, so then that now brings me to Constantine yes. Hazidakis. Because you yes. mentioned about how all these referees getting banned, right? Mm. Just in, you know. Uh, this guy, this... Uh, again, I'm trying to pronounce his name. Constantine Hazidakis. Sounds Apparently, uh, while yours face some sort of action, like a like a little ban or ban mm-hmm, till further mm-hmm. notice, uh, this guy is facing no disciplinary action by oh. the English Football Association. Mm. He is free to return wow. to officiating. Now, as a Liverpool fan, I don't know how you feel, but I'm just letting you know that you know they, they, he doesn't face anything. Now, do you feel now, where where do you stand from a Liverpool point of view? Do, do you think that this guy should be having some sort of ban or penalty or fine? I, I think it's probably the correct decision. Yeah. So, if you look at wow, the replay, okay. uh, I think Robertson was the one that kind of instigated the whole incident. Yeah. So he was basically what most players would do. Yeah. They would just run up to the refs, complaining, right, shouting right in their faces and all. Yep. And refs are just still humans, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, and yeah, I don't yeah, think yeah. there was any malicious intent for, yeah, for him to just elbow Robertson in his face. Yeah, you probably just, just wanted him to move off, you know. Correct. He and, probably and wasn't even looking at in, in, in fact, In fact, if I can read the statement by him, okay. uh, he said, it was certainly not my intention to make any contact with Andy as I pulled my arm away from him. Mm. And for that, I have apologized. Wow. Yeah, so he was just merely pulling the arm Brilliant. Away. Yeah. But in any case, I, I think the, the the key the key point to take away is yes. players should stop shouting and then yeah, just yeah, yeah, surrounding yeah. the referees. Yeah, yeah. Okay, here's the funny thing. Now, um, you know, recently I just met with a Singapore legend in the 1970s. Okay, okay. And uh, if you don't mind me, I, I want to add what he says. Okay. He says now, these days for footballers, whether it's local or whether it's overseas, why are the players, uh, they have to know what, uh, what, what foul they make. Mm. You know, why do they have to be in the know? If you get a yellow card or if the referee, you know, stops you, uh, why, 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 why should that happen? In my opinion, oh, well, that's why he says lah. Like, why must I tell you you have a yellow card because of this and that and this? You, you know what I mean? So, so you are saying that rather than a referee, the referee telling yeah. the player what was wrong, he should just accept the decision. Is yeah, accept. And uh, if the referee is being questioned, then the referee shouldn't have to 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 explain lah. Because okay. he's not a mother. He is a referee. He he spotted something that's wrong. He he gives you the foul. Mm. Yeah, so that that was what he was saying, and uh, I thought that was very interesting. Now he also went on to say, now that uh, and and by the way, for those of you wondering who is he, uh, I was actually having a little conversation with a former 1970s. Now I, I'm not very familiar with which era, but 1970s Singapore footballer Ho Kwang Hock. Yeah, uh, who I believe is a striker as well okay. back then. Yeah. Uh, Ho Kwang Hock. So he was saying that referees these days, why do they have to be, you know, oh, you know, I give you a foul because of this and that and this and that. If you give the yellow card, okay, and to quote him, uh, this is how he actually spoke. If the referee give a bloody card, just accept the card, move on. Move on with life. You got the card. What must the referee explain to you? So yeah, he said it in that way, you know, like, and it's true. So then we go back to what we've been sp- saying. Now, now referee also need to say sorry just because they accidentally pulled their hand hit somebody. I mean, then people are just saying that, oh, you know, you hit the person. So, you know, I feel that referee I, I gets... I see yeah. where you're coming from. Yeah, yeah. I see where you're coming Ref- from. Referees get too much flank. La. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. La. Okay. Poor, okay. Poor, poor, poor things, la, I feel. Yeah. Yeah, poor referees. But I think, yeah, at the end of the day, they are still Damn human. Damn strawberries. Okay, anyway. You, you said it yeah. right. Uh, but speaking of all the, let's let's move away yes. from all the negativity. Yeah, right? yeah. Let's let's, let's, let's bring in some positive. Yes, let's, we let's need something. some positive. I I tell you. Oh, this is so positive. I can't be more happy. Please, about please this. share, please. Okay, so right now, what we're going to talk about are yes. career milestones oh, you. in club football. Happy, man! I of tell you. Of course, I'm so happy. How can you not be happy, Ben? I, I, I'm, I'm happy, lah. Of course, you're happy. But not as happy right? as him. Of course, I'm bloody happy. <laughs> why? Yeah, why? Tell us because why. Tell over the why. weekend, right? Why, yeah? 
we have our very, very first Asian footballer Woo! achieving the 100th EPL goal. Oh, my I wonder God. who is that? His name is none other than Son Hon Min. Woo! He plays for Spurs and the Korean national team. Mm-mm. And what a beauty. 100. What a beauty he scored his 100th goal. Typical Son. Cut inside, curls yeah. it into the top corner. Yeah. Left or right foot doesn't matter. Yeah. And here's the fun fact: of all his hundred goals, right, it's so balanced. Yeah, fifty-five was scored with his right foot. Okay, forty-one was scored but with the, his left. The left one, and the remaining four was called was haters. So that's wow. That's just brilliant. Wow! Congratulations to you, by the way. I mean, I mean, you know, it's it's. Yeah, don't know, don't know why you say it, lah. <laughs> I um, said congr- congratulations in Korean. Whatever that is, right. but and, and I think another positivity that I, I saw as well. Uh, I think I, again, I'm not I'm not a fan of them, lah. But uh, there was a match between United and Sevilla, and when Lisandro Martinez got injured, you know, the whole leg thing and everything, I thought it was very cool uh, to see his teammates come together, lah. Now I just wanted to talk about positivity, yeah, because oh, the okay, producer okay. behind is showing that that love, really. Because I talk about United now, you know, and and really I thought that was very beautiful, lah. As again. Many episodes Five episodes in And we're always saying Football is that kind of game You know It brings people together And therefore it's very nice So you know Asian player scoring 100 And now we just see It doesn't matter which club you're from Same country Help each other Thought That was a very nice gesture Brilliant So let's move away From the red yeah. side of Manchester To the blue yeah. side of <laughs> Manchester okay. Why? Because Why, yeah. uh, you know, Carrying on from the 100th goal yes. topic uh, the, Interestingly The next person that's in line To to, to achieve this um, okay. milestone yeah. Is actually Riyad Mahrez ah. He's on 82 EPL goals at the moment Wow Yep he's next in line So 18 more 18 goals more. Probably 2 more seasons yeah, yeah, yeah. After him is a Firmino on uh, 80 I don't think he's gonna <laughs> I'm not sure he's whether gonna Yeah yeah, yeah whether right? So yeah, anyway correct, correct. Okay. Yeah, So that's Riyad Mahrez uh, Okay apart, <laughs> and then Moving away from goals yes. goals, goals can never be scored If you do not have someone To provide for mm, you right? Oh, yep, yep, and, yep. and every Everybody, I guess you agree that the, probably the best assist maker yeah. is Kevin De Bruyne. Okay. And this week, he also, he was another one to reach a career milestone. He well clocked done. his 100th EPL assist yep. uh, against Southampton. And he is actually the fastest player yeah. to do so. He did it in 237 games. The next closest was also another Premier League legend, okay. Cesc Fabregas. Cesc took 293 games to achieve 100 assists. And... Speaking about Cesc, Cesc is actually on 111 assists in total, mm-mm, career mm-mm, total. Mm-mm. De Bruyne is just 12 away. Wow. So next season is probably going to break it. Could be this season too. Oh, you, nah. Uh, no, uh, no. No, okay. definitely okay, not. Okay, no, definitely no, not. We, we just have to throw it my intensity at yeah, the end yeah. day. You know what I mean? Yes. Mm-hmm. So that they'll bring okay. him to second in the list, right? He's 62 behind Brian Giggs, but I don't think he's going to defeat Giggs lah, unless he plays okay. on the bit to his 40, but who knows? Oh, yeah, who knows? Right. And then uh, speaking of milestones again. Okay, um, another milestone. Yes, moving away from the Premier League, uh, we're going to talk about Lionel Messi. Ooh, what about him? Yes, so he's got. This was uh, again over the weekend. Yeah. Messi actually had uh, clocked his 1,000th goal contribution in club football. And the most interesting thing about this whole achievement yes. is that the person he assisted was, was? Sergio Ramos. Okay. Sergio of, Ramos. Of all people. Huh? Of all people, exactly. Exactly, of all people. No. What the irony, right? Oh my God. Uh, anyway, I also want to shout out to yeah. Zlatan. Uh, Zlatan. Oh, he was also he's uh in March back in March yeah 
right? He was uh he became the oldest oh, goal yeah, scorer in Syria uh, 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 at forty one years old. Yep. Uh, so yeah, so these are just some of the career milestones. Yeah, a lot of, yeah, a, lot of a lot of it. Yeah, a lot of it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there are too much. I think, but yes. at the end of the day, that's the beauty. You know, mm. we love seeing all these goal scoring moments, and I think very frankly, we were glad to be alive to be witnessing all. Oh of this. yes, definitely. Yeah. I mean, to see all of this happening. So thank you everybody for for been following us so far. Mm. If you've been watching all the way through here, thank you. Huh? Appreciate it. But if you follow, <laughs> but you watch till here and you never even follow and subscribe, shame on you. Do it right now. Yeah. So thank you. Yeah, so Ben, what's next on what, the list? What's next? The next one is actually something that took place in the I championship. Know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got to uh, do. With, it's got to do with someone that has the same name as me. Who? Ben lah. No lah. I mean, Ben was also involved with Ben Foster. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, you so you're talking about Ben Foster? Oh, yeah, yeah okay, I'm going okay. direct. He was involved in the thing, what? Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, okay. I know what you're talking about. I'm just saying Ben Foster is also involved in it. Ah. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So what happened to Ben Foster? Ben Foster, he made a safer. Huh? What safe? What safe? That safer. Huh? Crucial thing. Explain, nah. Okay, okay, okay. So what he did, nah, and I must say, now nah, I want to go after the thing first, okay? Now you rarely have someone who saved that crucial. I think it was a penalty. That crucial penalty, and still have a video to talk about it. I just want to say, I just want to say, ah, that is something that, that I think a lot of people enjoy to see someone who's still in the game, even at his age, even though they're playing for this league that's way lower than the Premier League. We've been talking about this, you know. John was saying to the producer, producer saying back to us, it felt like as if it's not even a, the lower league kind of, of game. Of course, you it know, it felt like a damn high kind of game, no? It felt like a championship game exactly to me, so. at least to me. It was end to end stuff. Yeah. The crowd went, the bonkers, crowd went, bo- yeah. And Ben Foster, this is the first time, in fact, he he said it on his vlog as yep, well. Yep, it's yep, his yep. first time that he has ever been in this in this situation yep. where he was. Was tasked to save a penalty in wow. the final minute wow. with this kind of a pressure. Yes, the the the, the consequences, promotion for, pressure exactly, as well. Exactly, exactly. So it's brilliant. Oh, I, I'm not a Rexham fan, but after but watching that, I feel like I'm going to be got, a, got a fan, lah. Yes, you 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 passion, the passion, yes, yes, the passion. Exactly. And this also brings us to well done, Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. Yeah. For being a great owner. Yeah. Now speaking of inspirational moments, there's actually another inspirational moment that took place this week uh, in the Bundesliga, right? Yes. Where there were two cancer survivors. Um, oh, this one I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Sebastian Haller and uh, wow. Timo Baumgartner. Okay. Right. Uh, the in the game between Dortmund and Union Berlin. So okay. the two of them actually managed to beat testicular cancer, wow. and they both featured in the game. Wow. Yes, and there's a very well, nice image of them, you know, exchanging yeah. jerseys and also. I thought, wow, wow. that was a that brilliant, is, brilliant again, inspiration. Another moment. positive thing. Exactly. So yeah. I think this was similar to what you mentioned yeah, about yeah, Martinez did, and all, yeah, right? Yeah, so yeah, where yeah. you know his you know, Argentinian teammates. Yeah. It's just brilliant. Wow. I, I feel so so happy just talking about we, all this. We things. are, la, we are. Yeah. Okay, so so I think just to end off the 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 the, the whole segment, I just want to bring one more thing, right? Well, I just that want to give a big congratulations to Burnley wow, for being promoted to the EPL. Yeah, well done, company. Company, he's doing so well that apparently David Levy is interested in him to bring him to Spurs oh, for the next Spurs oh job. Dear. I hope he doesn't take I, the Spurs job. I hope he doesn't job. too. Because if he does, then that's it. His career is gone. Yeah, I think so too. What he said. Yeah. 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 Alright, so yeah, there you have it. There was the segment of the um, what's what and who's who. Alright, so this was episode five for you guys. Yeah. So remember, don't forget to don't forget. smash that. Smash it. Yeah, you, I think you say no, like smash what? No, smash what? You said smash, smash what? Smash the subscribe button, exactly. smash the follow button, smash the like button, Correct. whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Right. Uh, and stay tuned uh, for next week. Next week. Episode da, six. Da, da, six. Mm-hmm. Oh, and we are With before. Why, ah? Our producer just told us to mention this. Why? Okay, come say. Uh, Must be the fight. They've been talking about the fight the whole time, and now we have to bring it up. <laughs> I'm sorry, okay, la, We have to say it, la. 
Just say it. It's all Liverpool's fault. <laughs> Mane is involved, one. Mane, Sane, they've been involved, right? Yeah. So yeah, they've been involved. Bye. <laughs> what the hell? They've been involved. It's Liverpool's fault.